I'm Nicole. Hello folks, I'm Ella. We are the Poisers, and this is the Mix-Up, episode 17. Coming at you on this lovely Labor Day, September 6, 2021. Yes. We made it. <laughs> it is September. The unofficial end of summer. summer. Because, yeah. right, it's we still have... It wasn't much of a summer anyway. I mean, well... Slightly better than the one before it. Yeah, slightly, but, but that was a low bar. So. Right, 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 right. And um, we had the remnants of Ida come through mm-hmm. and dump copious amounts of rain in our area. Yep, unprecedented. I haven't Indeed. experienced anything like that. Seen anything like that in a long time as far as accumulation of rain in a short amount of time. Um, possibly yeah. that happened in Central Park and yeah. parts of Queens and, of course, New Jersey and, you know, just all up and down the East Coast. Yes. Um. Yes, and, um, you know, we do know that there are people who have been affected by that, whose basement's completely flooded, who's going through the process of emptying out everything and throwing just valuable things away, or things that are invaluable, um, and hold a lot of memories, and so, you know, Let's just remember that things like that will continue to happen in places like the Northeast and elsewhere. Um, fires, heat, s- tropical weather, rain, floods, um, because of climate change. So we need to be cognizant of that. And, you know, it is here. Anything we could have done to mitigate getting to this, like we've clearly failed at. Um, so now we have to actually do something to hopefully mitigate it becoming even worse mm-hmm. rather quickly. Thanks. So, um, but that's not what we were going to talk about today. No. We're going to talk about Texas yet again. They really, they love making news and being in I mean, on so everybody's lips. Everything is big in Texas or bigger in Texas or whatever. Yeah. I mean, even if it's uh, a negative thing. It's, yeah. Regardless. Um, Quite clearly a negative. Um, so if you've been living under a rock or in a cave or something and haven't been paying attention, um, Texas passed the most restrictive abortion law laws ever. Um, It bans abortions after six weeks of pregnancy, which anyone who's ever been pregnant knows majority of women do not actually know they're pregnant at six weeks um there are no exceptions for rape or incest 
it does permit for health reasons, but those exceptions are very, very, very narrow. And from what I was reading, a lot of healthcare providers are not necessarily going to want to push that envelope on on what that is, the the narrow exception for that, for the health of the mother. Um, The Supreme Court voted 5-4 to not block the law from taking effect. And in addition to all of this, there is also what's being called a bounty part of the law where if I think that someone has helped a woman go seek and get an abortion, I can sue that person even if I don't know the person or the woman or any of the circumstances involved. I can go and sue that person for $10,000. giving you're giving um, people an incentive to dive into people's dive into people's lives um, yeah which is kind of crazy on it if you think about it just considering like, they don't want people in their lives for yeah, wearing masks and getting vaccines about, like, people being in their <laughs> lives and buttoning their lives and telling them what to do and controlling them and blase blah this and that and yet on the same side of the coin you're giving not even government officials people who have this as their official title as their job to basically thrust upon them the responsibility of telling on people basically you know you're promoting snitching and then on top of that the snitching may be wrong you may be misunderstanding the circumstances in which you're reporting on. You don't know what's going on. You just have to suspect that it lands within the criteria of, you know, the thing that you're trying to fight against, which is abortion. Well, and, and right, because you can sue just for bringing someone to a clinic, yeah, even if they're not even going there for that. So now we're fighting against the companies that private companies the workers in the private companies that republicans supposedly love so much we love our capitalists uh private companies and them able to do what they want to do in order to profit and make money but at the same token now you're putting them in a bind by putting upon them the responsibility to know where their passengers are going and what they are going to be doing and on top of that knowing whether or not they're pregnant so <laughs> what what do you right. are you going to have to take a pregnancy test before you get in the car and you know they could be dropped off at a planned parenthood or a hospital or whatever for for any reason at all you know there is not incumbent upon me as the uber or the lyft driver to know oh man, I suspect they might be going here for an abortion or advice on an abortion. So maybe I should really dig deep and find out what's really going on here because I can, you know, get in trouble. Like, as if there's not already enough stress with everything else going on in the world and particularly here in America, now we have to add that burden 
that mental burden onto the driver who did not sign up for this. This is not the thing that they signed up for when they took this job. Because I'm sure a lot of them are probably even moonlighting as Uber and Lyft drivers and they already have other jobs that they have to go to. So now I have to worry about this and put more on my plate in injecting myself into a woman's world. And it just it, it, it just boggles the mind. Now it's like now you're fighting against companies. Basically, you, you basically put yourself in the ring and say now we're against you and we're going to do everything in our power to handcuff your workers and and ultimately by extension handcuff the company I mean, like it doesn't make any sense not at all. to mention that th- that <laughs> everyone wants to scream about hipaa violations when it comes to vaccination status but this is a clear clear violation of someone's hipaa privacy mm-hmm. um so what I, i'm just there's a few things i want to say um as a woman who has also been pregnant um you know it is stunning to me still in 2021 that even though the polls have shown that the majority of Americans today in this moment are pro-choice people want limitations maybe on that right rape and incest and other things but for the most part people are a lot more pro-choice than they were at the time that roe v wade was um enacted enacted thank you in what was that 1973 i think it was somewhere in there Right? Because viewpoints change, the world changes, things change. So I am stunned, you know, abortion being legal is not the same as forcing every woman in this country to get an abortion. If you do not want an abortion, you do not have to get one. That is not what this is about. This is about entrusting a woman to know what she should do with her own body with her own doctor privately Mm. I'm pretty certain that most people in this country know at least one person who has had an abortion they may not know it because it's not something women will want to admit for a variety of reasons, mainly because they do not want to be judged for the decision that they made that was right for them in that moment. It's a private matter. It is a private matter. But if you take a look around at the women in your life, there is likely at least one who has either had to make that decision for whatever reason, has thought about it, has gone through with it, whatever it is. So if you are so staunchly anti-abortion, I would just take a minute to think about that. Think about the brevity, how hard that decision is for someone to make. It's not like women go around saying, I'm going to go get an abortion today. Yeah, that's not what it is at all. Which is what people think it is sometimes, apparently. Um, that it is used as a form of birth control, which is a whole other part of the argument because 
while people like Governor Abbott and his fellow white cronies want to, to have in place here in Texas is this idea that we're saving the unborn, but they also don't give two you-know-whats about that unborn once it is born. Right. Because if pro- they did, they wouldn't cut off health care, they wouldn't cut off access to vital programs, Hey, maybe they'd even provide contraception so we don't go down that road of I can't afford birth control, but I but this is what I have to do. They basically I don't put, have access to care. They put people in a pinball machine, so basically you're the <laughs> pinball and it's like we put you in this game and it's like there's no way out, so we don't give you any resources yeah. in order to help you. It's like okay, we don't give you any preventative measures because mm-hmm. we see that somehow as some kind of sin, which I don't make sense. Even no though prevention is way cheaper, and it costs less on healthcare and things of that nature. Like it's it's yeah. it just about anything that we do. It's preventative measures cost less money. Like yes. for yeah. instance, if you're in a car. And you follow the rules pretty much, and everybody on the road follows the rules, and nobody gets in an accident because they looked at the traffic lights and read all the signs and did what they had to do. That's a preventative measure. Now, if you get in a car accident, you got to go through insurance, mm-hmm. you got to go through all Your these headaches, the premium, and all mm-hmm. this type of stuff because you decided you were free to do what you wanted to do when you got in an accident and the other person got in an accident whatever now you got to go through all of this now you may actually get another car you may end up being okay but now also you may be injured but you may recover but at the same time it's still a lot of money and it's going through a lot of headache to fix yourself and to fix your car to fix your situation you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so it's less to prevent something in the first place. So I use that analogy because it's like I don't understand how these people are not getting it through their head that it actually costs less by preventing the pregnancy in the first place or so doing everything at least that we can do mm-hmm. to try to pro- to to not put someone in an untenable situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and that goes from sex education. Like mm-hmm. there's this you know um hysteria and stigmatism about teaching kids about sex in schools they don't want that yeah they don't want uh schools or clinics to supply people with free condoms they don't want people to have access to birth control they don't want people to to know about you know certain other options that they have if they feel you know that they are in a trap of, of some sort because a lot of these people feel trapped and yeah. you know they they're young and they're impressionable and they, they make have, mistakes yeah. and stuff like they that they don't but have means yeah and, to and me, people make them feel terrible rather than it, caring yes. for them right you know right. it's just like they're, they're quick young to point the finger and blame and oh well you must be promiscuous you must be this you must be that you know but at the same time, like, why are we not asking these things of the men who have gotten right. women pregnant? Exactly. Like, it takes two. She didn't do it on her own. It didn't just happen by magic or immaculate conception. Like, this is not, that's not how pregnancy works, right? 
you need you need another party you need another entity for pregnancy to happen but all of the onus and all of that falls on the woman time and time and time again right with this law with the pandemic and women dropping out of the workforce in large numbers because they are the primary um, caretakers for children I mean time and time again the inequality in pay and and all of these things it all falls back to women Mm -hmm. so for me while yes this law is is horrible on many many levels the bounties the the six weeks the the whole thing right it but I also know that it is a tactic used by these politicians to continue down the road of control and to keep the poor people poor because more often than not like in this situation so there are currently 7 million women of childbearing age in Texas okay 7 million women of childbearing age just in the state of Texas now I don't know the full demographic numbers but if you break that out and you take the women who perhaps use a Planned Parenthood or some other clinic as their primary means of overall care because they do not have either insurance or a job, whatever it is, right? Because that is a reality for a lot of people. And they don't have the means. You put this law into place and you're taking away even the basic level of care for people. They don't even have a doctor anymore because the clinic has to close down. Mm-hmm. So, so you're already outside of the, the, the whole idea that you're already putting women at risk because they will be trying to find another way to to have that abortion if this if this is something that they need to do for themselves in their situation you're only putting them in danger of potentially dying or you know having long lasting after effects from that procedure but you're also not giving them the basic level of care either as a human being even if we take pregnancy out of it yeah it's insidious pretty much right because it's just like you know these places aren't an abortion center it's called right. planned parenthood there's right. a lot of things that come there's with other stuff that happens there a lot of things that go around it um, right. you know and especially within poor communities is even that much more important. Exactly, because you know, where are they going? That you're stripping away. Where are they going for that care? Right. Do they have the means to leave the state and go somewhere else just for a doctor visit? No. I'm gonna probably I'm gonna say no. Yeah, that's why you just that's why you they know that this law does not affect the rich, the affluent, the mm-hmm. well off, mm-hmm. white middle class, white rich. Uh, upper middle, upper yeah. Middle, that the, the, that demographic, because it's like, all right, I got pregnant. It was a mistake. I guess I can probably go in the dead of the night, across state somewhere, mm-hmm. and get my little hookup, right? My abortion, because you have the means. Get my yeah, you got That's the true. means to do that, and just go get the abortion and do what you got to do, and then move on with your life. Like, 
but for other people they don't have that option Mm -hmm. to just pick up and be like well I can just go across state lines and and at this rate maybe even the surrounding states around Texas will be Mm -hmm. not a, a, a place a welcoming place for someone seeking to get an abortion um, yes. And that's going to put people even more into more of a vice grip, more of a squeeze. And that's what they're looking to do. I know that they mm-hmm. were looking to do that in Mississippi with the 15 week after 15 weeks, not being able to get an abortion. And, and stuff this like that. is and this is why and this is why to me, at the end of the day, it's really not about abortion. It's about control and power. Yes. Um, and and perpetuating and keeping people at a certain class and level period because if you're not giving women the access that they need and if they don't die from a you know back alley procedure they will then have children that they potentially cannot care for and you're already stripping them of other things like like social um safety net programs Mm -hmm. And what does that do? Does that person get out of that cycle then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It's, it's and so here we are. It's really bad. It's, um, and I, it, yes. Because it's, uh, you know, and it, it just, you know, Texas, of course, is just doing a bang-up job from this law to mm-hmm. critical race theory thing oh, in the schools and the and mass yeah. mandate or not allowing the mass mandate mandating laws. no masks um, mandates yeah it's my favorite you know it's just like everything that they're doing is essentially it seems to keep people in a subjugation type of mode yeah. where wherever they go whatever they do it it it, it feels dystopian in a way like i feel like i'm in the middle of george orwell's 1984 (laughs) or something or you know the popular series handmaid's tale where you know just like basically it's the responsibility of the community to watch people and make sure that they are living within the means of the right the you know the the rules of society or or the government and all this type of stuff and it's like it just it just really boggles the mind that now we've got to the point where we're putting the law into the hands of ordinary citizens who already have their own ulterior motive of doing things anyway also by the way in texas very dangerous you can carry a gun without having a license yeah i mean that's like bass ackwards like it just really and their power grid failed and and your man ted cruz left and went to cancun because of climate change but it's like y'all focusing on on some on some fuckery like y'all y'all focusing on the wrong <laughs> shit like honestly like if i'm gonna be straight up like it's just the the stuff that they can do to improve people's lives they just they just don't do they don't th- which further proves my point that this isn't about it just doesn't make sense you you get into all this culture <laughs> war stuff and yeah. this and that and blah yeah. blah blah Cancel. you you hit you yeah. hypocrite 
you're, you're being hypocrites by saying that people need to be out of the government needs to be out of your lives and this and that. But this is exactly the but opposite. You're doing you're inserting exactly yourself. the thing that you have been willing. You are against. inserting yourself in my uterus. Thank you very much. So it, I don't and, want you there, Governor Abbott. And this is this is this is uh, this is more. This is like really really serious stuff. This isn't mm-hmm. some you know, facetious thing or talking about a cloth over your face or something like that and trying to equate yep. that with the civil rights movement or <laughs> something to that effect. Like, <sighs> that's not even anything close to that. Like, no. this is, like, consequential yeah. things that is going to affect generations It is life and, and death for many people. Life and death. And, I, you know, it seems to me that these people just are throwing things against the wall to see what will stick, but they don't really understand or care how much of a, a terrible, terrible effect this is going to have on, on yeah. people. Um, I Yeah, and I just, I would like to say, if you have not, there's a few publications that have um, printed Justice Sotomayor's dissent. Mm-hmm. I, I would highly suggest you read it. Um I will read the first two paragraphs of it because it, it, I mean, the whole thing is pretty scathing. It's, it is, but the first two paragraphs are as follows. The court's order is stunning. Presented with an application to enjoin a flagrantly unconstitutional law engineered to prohibit women from exercising their constitutional rights and evade judicial scrutiny, a majority of justices have opted to bury their heads in the sand. Last night, the court silently acquiesced in a state's enactment of a law that flouts nearly 50 years of federal precedence. Today, the court belatedly explains that it declined to grant relief because of procedural complexities of the state's own invention because of the court's failure to act, rewards tactics designed to avoid judicial review and inflicts significant harm on the applicants and on women seeking abortions in Texas, I dissent. Mm. The whole, like, bury their heads in the sand part, I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great description of what occurred in the Supreme Court. It seems like they're just passing a buck. Mm-hmm. Or at least kicking the can down the road. Yeah, because they said it was because it's the way that, like, the, something about, like, the emergency order, and it was some nonsense, mm-hmm. which is basically what she's saying. Like, mm-hmm. it was nonsense. Um, They just chose to not do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, they're likely going to be a case that comes before them, and that has a lot of people concerned because of Roe v. Wade and the the discussion that can Roe v. Wade actually be overturned now in this moment with things like this and um you know she also talks about the bounties and um and how basically it's it's just like she, she said how the legislature in Texas is basically enlisting private citizens to do what the state could not do. Mm, mm. Um, 
Yeah, and the slums like the they were they were searching for a loophole. Yeah, this is the loophole mm-hmm. in which they found. Yes, and it's just like yes, like the lowest of the low. Like, right, my God. And you know, to go along with this, a lot of people, and this isn't wrong, a lot of people have blamed white men mm-hmm. for this, which if you look at the picture. Right. The bulk of them are men. White men. However, 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 we cannot let white women who voted for Trump off of the hook either. No. Because that has brought us to this moment. Mm -hmm. And these women, white women, who vote, who vote this way, who... Um, vote based off of religion, based off of their husband's beliefs Mm -hmm. because they don't want to split with their husband Mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons. You know... It's like the Stepford Wives, so to speak. They... Their hands are dirty, too. Very dirty. And they are also... These white women and white men are also responsible for how women of color are treated in this country Mm. because they have been you know their rights their health rights have always been trampled on yep right so which is a whole i know we wanted to kind of do a podcast just straight on on that the inequities in healthcare for um for people of color but you know when we look at infant mortality and when we look at um loss in in of of the mother mm-hmm. in childbirth it is it skews a certain way and it is more often than not it is black women who die in childbirth or have issues in pregnancy which has been going on for a lot longer than yes. this moment right sure. now and so, you know, I think it is, it is also equally important to point that out in that black women have been screaming about, and it's not the abortion issue necessarily, but just have been screaming about women's reproductive just rights for a very care. long time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, you know, while I can sit here and say, this is horrible, this is horrible, we need to do something, Roe v. Wade, oh my god, oh my god, like, there is a whole other um, race of women who have been screaming this for a lot longer, and who, rightly so, have gone through a lot more than I have. Um, You know, like, I had great care, I had great doctors, I have great health insurance, you know, my son was, even though I had to have a medical intervention for his birth, like, he was he was healthy i however had complications i had to go back to the hospital i ended up having a very very serious infection that if i did not go back to the hospital when i did i may not be here right now yep that is what i was told Hmm. so i was one of the lucky ones but i'm also a white woman and my pain is measured differently and my I am heard very differently when I walk into an emergency room. So I just, I would like to just say that too. Yeah, and yet still you recognize that was a privilege that you had that many people are in the 40. 
Yes. And you recognize that and you acknowledge that and that's all you're saying is that, you know, there are certain uh, resources, there are certain opportunities, there are certain options that some people are presented that other people aren't afforded. Yes. Um, or may not even know about. Yeah. Um, and when you are seen as being on the lower end of the societal totem pole, you're not going to be able to uh, enjoy the fruits of uh, certain things that we take for granted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And many people have been going through this for years and decades um, from generation to generation. And, um, you know, it is, I believe, important that we recognize that this is nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. That, of course, it is being, um, you know, this is such an egregious, crazy case that, of course, like, it's going to be in the spotlight. But and it, Yeah, and, and it is wrong. It is wrong. Yeah, like, yeah, regardless. Wrong. For, for all women, this law is very, very wrong and bad. But and, this is and, just the culmination. Is, like, right. this has been going on. This is just the culmination, right. basically. Like, it was just like, you know, this is the end. Not even the end, but the middle of the domino that dominoes that have fallen. Um, but, you know, the first domino already fell, like, years ago. Yeah. Um, so, you know, people just got to gotta recognize what, yes. what that is. Yeah, so I just, I, I felt it important to say that. I know we we touched on it with the bounties, but Lyft and Uber have since um, come out with um, that they're going to cover legal fees for drivers if they are sued bringing mm-hmm. someone to a clinic because mm-hmm. this is this is where we are right now. Um, and Lyft is also was also donating a million dollars to Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. so. Um, it's crazy how companies are stepping up more than ever and government that is supposed to protect us or help us in some manner but you know some people will say oh well we don't need the government they shouldn't be doing stuff for us blah 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 we need to be doing things ourselves yet and still those same people will be using government Mm -hmm. resources and benefiting and getting money off of them and stuff like that. I'm sure Biden giving out the child protective, the money for child care and all that, mm-hmm. I'm sure they wouldn't turn that away because um, that is from the government. Um, so when it's convenient for them, they'll, um, you know, throw a tantrum against government and all that they do and how <laughs> they're all in our business and blah, blah, blah. But yet <laughs> on the other side of your mouth, you have no problem with government being in the business of schools teaching certain curriculum like history American history or being inside of a woman's body or things mm-hmm. of that nature like it's just it's just very fascinating it's a fascinating like there's if there if there is a world out there I don't, you know I don't know if 
this science fiction people out there. If there's a world out there, that in centuries from now, whatever, they're gonna look back. They're gonna study our Earth, but mm-hmm. in particular, it's gonna be more focused on America mm-hmm. and how America has never been able to get things right when they had the opportunity to get things right right to exasperate situations rather than facing them head on uh, to give into certain interest groups to give into uh, you know the motivation of money of greed of power uh, and really swimming in the river of hypocrisy again and again mm. um, yeah, they lecturing love, they people on river. how they should live yet not looking <laughs> in the mirror and living uh, to the ideals in which they try to impose upon other people so it's going to be an interesting class within that you know extraterrestrial mm-hmm. universe wherever you are centuries down the line I'm sure there's going to be a real heady study into how we have operated from our inception as a country yeah. um, you know up until now and of course beyond uh, this day so because it's, it's just like from what I'm seeing it's just almost as if America is intent on eating itself from within it's just like it just wants to do a self-destructive kind of action upon itself and how it operates and how it deals with citizens and things like that and it's like you know they say you know just about every empire has suffered or mm-hmm. um, been diminished not from without but yeah. from within mm-hmm. and it just seems like we're following that path and it's just been a steady 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 uh, sequence of events that is leading up to that ultimate demise hopefully not in my lifetime but or my child's lifetime pray god but um you know just it is and this abortion thing is just one of those uh, just one of many um egregious and um quite despicable uh, parts of the diminishing or breaking what America could have been, right? Because you know it's good on paper, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in practice, uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, no, not not exactly the dream team. So the DOJ announced today mm-hmm. that it will protect women who are seeking abortions in the state of Texas. Um, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, said the department will explore, quote, all options, end quote, to challenge the new law in Texas, adding that they will provide support for women who are still seeking abortions. Wow. Okay. So this is a quote from um, Merrick Garland. Well, this is a statement. The department will provide support from federal law enforcement when an abortion clinic or reproductive health center is under attack. We have reached out to U.S. attorneys' offices and FBI field offices in Texas and across the country to discuss our enforcement authorities. We will not tolerate violence against those seeking to obtain or provide reproductive health services, physical obstruction, or property damage in violation of the FACE Act. Mm. 
which the FACE Act is, um, it prohibits the use or threat of force and physical obstruction that injures or interferes with a person who is seeking to obtain or provide reproductive services, which was signed into law in 1994 and also prohibits damage to the facility providing the services. So that happens to that. Cool. I also saw, saw something from Portland, Oregon, that the city council is planning to vote on a proposal to ban doing business with the state of Texas. Oh, really? I yeah. mean, Texas wants to be its only country anyway, so... I mean. and it's, yeah, it's um, the Portland mayor, Ted Wheeler, said the city council will vote on whether to ban trading goods and services with Texas and bar state employee business travel. Because of this new law. I mean... I don't know if they can actually do that, but can. like... But it's like crazy that, <laughs> you know, you, Texas, would put somebody in position to even have to consider that. Because it's almost as if, if you took out the word, if you took out the word Texas from that statement, that proposal, and inserted, say, I don't know, Taliban or Afghanistan... Nobody would bat an eye because, like, mm-hmm. what is really the difference between the how the, the, and the GOP? Yeah, like, <laughs> honestly, like, if you replace, I yeah, if, or if you replace the Taliban with Republicans, yeah, the GOP, like, yeah. what's the difference? Restricting women's Restricting rights. Restricting women's right. rights. Yeah. There's certain things you can't teach in school because uh-huh. they don't want you to uh-huh. know. Yeah. Um, Using religion as a excuse to subjugate people mm-hmm. or have them do certain things that you deem to be correct, you deem to be right, um, or the way. Um, so it's almost like a mixture of what the Taliban would be cool with and, like, you know, Handmaid's Tale. Like, honestly, like, it's that type of crazy, suppressive, oppressive dystopian uh, type of environment and feel to it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like what's the difference? Like I wouldn't, nobody would bat an eye. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I and there have been there have been on social media I've seen a lot of people kind of trying to draw those lines and say like but tell me, like, what is the difference? Mm-hmm. And and it's like, oh, that the Taliban can can do this a lot faster than the GOP can. Like, what? Like, right. are they? You know, it's it's like we laugh about it, but it but it it isn't dissimilar. It is it is. There are a lot of similarities there, and and they can't wait. Can they vote? Tal- no, I think they have repressive voting laws as well. Look at that. I just thought about that. See? I don't, yeah, I don't know what. I, yeah, what it I is. don't. Although now they're claiming that women no, are going to have rights. No, but no, then no, they no. said, but then they said, did you see it? Because I heard it yesterday. Then they were like, but they can't, women can't hold power in the highest parts yeah. of the government. I can claim that the sky is red. That doesn't mean anything. Guess. It's just words. It doesn't mean anything. I, yeah. So. I'm just like, what? Wait, so they can do all these things, but they can't be in government. Although we're not that far behind, because like, look how long it took <laughs> it took us to get where we are, and 
not for nothing, but you look at the GOP and how many women hold seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're not ones we want to talk about because right. they're evil. But um, but yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we are. Well, just hopefully, uh, you know, we, you know, we got to keep an eye on the other states. Um, that of course is going to look at Texas. I as believe Florida, Georgia, Mississippi. And there, I think there was one other one. I can't remember now. That said, they were uh, they're potentially. Yeah, saying they're gonna look at Texas as a um, almost as a uh, I guess a motivational force or factor in to mm-hmm. implementing or at least trying to put in these restrictive, very oppressive abortion uh, policies. Um, yeah. It's gonna be. It's going to be really, really bad because it's going to be not just about the mother, but about the family that the mother is, the woman, I should say, because she potentially may not be a mother if she's able to have an abortion, but about women and women's families and friends. And it's just going to be such a huge domino effect. And it's just going to. You know, I, I also have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of situations where karma is going to play mm-hmm. a huge role because a lot of the people that say that they are pro-life and things like that, which let me... They probably also are for the death penalty. You know, so let like, me scratch that word, not yeah, say pro-life, but pro-birth or pro-conception because mm-hmm. they don't care anything about once after the baby right. gets born. So it's not pro life, it's pro birth, pro conception. So let me let me let me let me let me start off by saying that. But you know, it, it what's gonna happen is there's gonna be karma where one of these people who are against um abortion under any circumstances or what have you somebody in their family mm-hmm. is gonna be faced with a situation mm-hmm. Where they may get pregnant, or they may know somebody or something like that, and they're gonna think about getting an abortion, or you know, they may have gotten raped, or be a victim of incest, or you know, find out that something's wrong with their pregnancy, or, right? Or, something or like that. women who you know their life have is to in have that procedure because their body will not miscarry. Something's like, gonna happen. Like, like I, I just for the men in the room who who aren't who don't understand all of like reproductive health which is is fine but you know there are women who are pregnant who cannot have the the pregnancy will not like it it is there is no heartbeat there are issues there's stuff going on and the body is not so you're given the choice of waiting it out for your body to actually naturally miscarry or going through with what is called a DNC in in technical terms, right? Which is essentially the same procedure as an abortion. So, like, I just I just want to again make clear that it is not all about I don't want I just don't want to be pregnant because there are women who have have experienced this, will experience this, unfortunately, and and that is something that is very real. And it is a medical procedure that a woman chooses to have when 
honestly, that wasn't their intent, mm-hmm. right? It's not what they wanted. So, so like, let's get the judgmental police out of here and <laughs> just, it's not all about not wanting to be pregnant anymore. It's gonna, like I said, it's gonna come. Some One of these people are gonna find themselves in a situation where they're gonna have to be faced with a choice which they don't want to be to make and the people that they were judging they're gonna end up being those exact people the only problem with that is that they have the means to go elsewhere right right yeah, yeah. um i did want to mention by the way i forgot about this um there were the websites like the tip lines mm-hmm. for reporting people um, and GoDaddy took down one of those because um, it was hosted on, on a go, through GoDaddy. Um, they have since taken it down, um, and a lot of them were getting spammed with mm-hmm. messages. Um, so, I mean, which is, I love to see it. <laughs> I love to see that stuff. Um, I have to think we will see more of that as this kind of keeps going. Um, but, you know, and of course, of course, of course, of course, after the GoDaddy announcement, everyone's like, First Amendment, they're a private company, and they're sharing the photos, but they took down, um, and also Bumble and Match, the dating apps, said that they would create a relief fund for people affected by the law. Both companies are based in Texas, so, and Bumble is a female, is a woman-founded, woman-led company, mm-hmm. um, so I, I just think, like, this is what we're going to continue to see, much like after the voting laws were passed um, in Georgia and elsewhere, there were consequences, and that, that this is what we're going to continue to see, but I would love for people, as, like, like what happened with voting it's still going on that has not gone away either so like keep the same energy for all of this that's yeah, that's gonna keep be the, the fight thing. going because they're not gonna the they're energy. not gonna stop so no. we can't stop you know what i'm saying like they're banking on people getting the exhausted and, and tired and going back to your life and and you know turning a blind eye to things like we have to basically yes. keep the third eye open midterms are in another year or next year keep that resilience keep the vigilance and never let them off the hook um because you know on the other side there's certainly no profiles and courage Mm. um and if there are then it'd be very very few so you know I, i believe it's important that we basically not just hold them accountable but we got to hold ourselves accountable as well and what that means is basically saying that we go on platforms we go out there we protest we shout we yell at the top of the mountain to basically say all that to say that Mm -hmm. we are not going to just stand by or lie down and let them trample all, all all over us our rights um donate to people running against everything you know these, these these people in power right now, like if Call they're your up local for midterms, people, yes. Vote people out, mm-hmm. you know, local officials, vote them in, um, that have your best interests in yeah. mind and 
everything that we can do, we must do. Like, use everything at our disposal. The best way to do it. Mm. That's what America is, you know. Mm. It's all about, you know, doing what you got to do, fighting for your rights, you know. Um, even if some people aren't comfortable with that, you know, which is ironic because they're always <laughs> real about what makes America great. Right. They I don't know. really know what makes America great. But they like, know. it wasn't great because they had to make it yeah. great again. But now that is it great again, or do are we like what are we doing with that? Because it's yeah. like you don't really mm. know the central tenets of. What no. is supposed to be so exceptional about mm. America, and it, it doesn't fit their narrative. It doesn't fit what they want. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, it's like you're un-American. No, <laughs> we're more American than you. Sorry. Yeah, we're, I love that one. You know, I'm you're just not really American. I, I just go based on what I've been told for years and years of what America is supposed to be, and I'm aligning myself with that. I'm not aligning myself with Yep. The other BS. So that's all I'm gonna speak on that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm not here to make you comfortable. No. I'm here to do what's right. And that's how we should live. So that's it. Well, on that note, we will be back, I think, with another episode for next week. Right. I think that's what we're we're planning on it. We're planning on it. I think we're gonna, yeah. But um, yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for allowing us uh, to bless y'all with some (laughs) some spiel. Yes, and read up more on this. Read Justice Sotomayor's dissent in full. It is amazing. Um. Yeah, and that's what I got. I'm Nicole. I am Ro. We're the Poisers, and this was the mix-up. Mix-up. Have a great day, y'all. Be good.